Hi, welcome to Light Not Might. I'm your host, Danielle Day. Light Not Might is excited to showcase sharp conversations with people who are in the thick of it, trying to find ways to balance nutrition as well as fitness and genuine human connection in this era where we can't all be face to face. This podcast is all about helping people get on the path to their optimal wellness. You know, given everything that's been happening with the pandemic, the shutdowns, COVID-19, some folks are having a hard time really pulling together their lifestyle. I'm rolling out a book pretty soon called Light 10 Up that I'm excited to offer as 10 lifestyle essentials that I utilize when I want to tune up my lifestyle. And so anyway, I, I've invited today here two very special guests to explain how they organize their very fit, very active, very healthy, happy lifestyles here in 2020. This episode, I'm excited to say, features my very favorite person, my daughter, Anessa Boyer, and her boyfriend, LaMarcus. These are two people who are in the zone, and I'm excited to have a conversation with them about their tips, tricks, and strategies of staying on track, even in the pandemic. I hope that you have fun listening to this conversation. I absolutely love doing this. All right, guys, let's take a listen. Welcome, guys. I'm so excited. Hey, let's get started. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Let's go alphabetically. Anessa. <laughs> um, my background, uh, primarily cheerleading was my biggest sport. Also dabbled in dance and gymnastics. Um, I have recently really gotten into running, including marathons and half marathons. I'm really into the distance running um, and CrossFit as well in the last few years. And I've also um, dabbled with skiing and hoping to get on the slopes this year at some point. Oh, that's great. You're going to get back into skiing. That's awesome. Right on. Um, LaMarcus, what about you? Um, so I'm LaMarcus. Um, I uh, had a background, uh, have a background in basketball and just I'm pretty much all over the place. I played a lot of stuff growing up, like baseball, football, um, boxed a little. Um, and right now I've just been dabbling in, especially with the kettlebell recently. Um, um, I'm, I really love yoga. Yoga has been like my big thing the last maybe year or so. Awesome. Awesome. And I probably should have mentioned this, but, I cheered all through college, and I've also done coaching as well in cheer and gymnastics. Absolutely. Hey, are you still coaching these days? I mean, I know with quarantine, there's a lot of, of hangups on your guys' routine and stuff, but is that something that you're going to stick with? No, I don't really have time having the job that I have, um, and also they haven't been having practices yeah. because of COVID, so there wouldn't really be anything for me to do anyway. Right, right. Um, well, Anessa, let me ask you this. Um, I'm going to throw this question to both of you. As a coach of gymnastics and cheer, is there a favorite coach that you worked with that kind of inspired your work or your style of coaching? As far as coaches, I honestly liked watching basketball so much growing up. So I watched an excessive amounts of film. Oh, on cool. Like like a bunch of players like big Kobe Bryant fan of course yes, so I've yes. watched I've watched so many hours on him oh, I've sorry watched a for lot your of, loss you know that was a really rough ticket oh of course and then I've I watched a lot of people like uh 
a lot of European players, like one of my favorite players is Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker. They play for the San Antonio Spurs. Tony Parker. Yeah, those are those are like my favorite basketball players to watch. And I like I would watch everything from their footwork to where they're placing their, you know, where where they're positioned at to just their mannerisms, everything. So you kind of coached yourself then by watching all this tape? Yeah, and I just mimic them. Oh, that looks cool. I'm going to do that. That's awesome. Have you ever done any coaching yourself? Not necessarily. Um, I was going to start this upcoming year with a a buddy of mine, Mm -hmm. but because of COVID, it's kind of put on the back burner right now. Yeah, we've had to make a lot of adjustments. That's what I'm so excited to ask you guys more about is how you've made adjustments with your routines and your workouts because of that. Um, So, Anessa, when you're coaching gymnastics and cheer, do you reflect on a certain coach that was in your past that informed the way that you chose to do things or even probably more especially how you chose not to do things? Mm, Yeah, Um, I would say as far as like strategy, I think the most important thing is like the way that you phrase something because that's what really works for me is like you can really not be getting how to do something. But if somebody just kind of explains it in a different way or points out one specific thing that can really change, that can really make a big difference in the way that you're able to do it. And that's really key, isn't it? Knowing your audience and how to present something so that they don't freak out or get upset or take something well, not, personal. Not that exactly, but like with a specific technique or a movement, yeah. like it might just not be clicking in your head. You have yeah. to explain it in a different way. Um, it's just about knowing that different people have different learning styles. Yeah. At this point, uh, are you coaching anybody, both of you, uh, at all? in terms of running or basketball or just general conditioning with kettlebells or CrossFit or in any kind of mentorship situation is um, this what you're doing at home? Are you guys practicing CrossFit and kettlebell at home? I don't do home workouts because uh, I'm definitely a performer and do a lot better when I have other people around me um, just to keep me more accountable. But LaMarcus is the home workout expert. Really? Yeah. I, d- I don't like going to the gym or anything like that. I like working out and like when it's just me versus me. Got it. That's For me, it's all about the social pressure. And and don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, I love that aspect too of being in front of somebody and kind of like kind of showing off a little bit. Sure. I, yep, I, I love that. I love that part too, but I'm, when I'm when I'm like training or something like that, I would rather be by myself and pushing myself because like I, I don't I don't need the added pressure until that moment. Yeah, that's interesting that you guys have that as kind of an opposite thing. Anessa, what is a practice or activity that you love being in a group like the most? Anything that isn't running, I prefer to run by myself because it's uh, for me, that's very much like a meditative experience. But if it's CrossFit, if it's lifting, um, if it's really anything else, I would much rather have a partner or be in a large group. Yeah. So when you won that CrossFit competition with your workout partner, 
That was a fun moment. Is there an accomplishment that both of you are primarily very proud of in your athletic and fitness pursuits? Winning that competition for sure. We actually had another one yesterday. Whoa, congratulations. Uh, yeah, we we finished first in our heat for sure. I don't know how we did overall in the division because the scores haven't come out yet. But uh, but yeah, we were able to, to do a CrossFit competition yesterday. <gasps> really? And how, I feel like we did a great job. Well, how cool is that? Was it with Annalise as well? Yes. That is so cool. I love that I said congratulations before I knew you guys won. I just I just figured. We don't know that we won. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> LaMarcus, what are you most proud of when you reflect on your accomplishments thus far? I've won, I've won several tournaments and stuff like that. But I think the biggest one that I really like hang my hat on is like, I ended up getting into like a car accident and then like everything was like everything slipped, like my eating habits slipped, everything basically slipped. And I kind of got up to, uh, I got, I got heavy. I got like about 260. When was that? That was, must've been 2017, 2017. Oh my gosh. I had no idea that you had history with such a um, accident that, that turned you just, around. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It like my back was really messed up and I had a concussion and stuff like that. So it was like very hard for me to actually stay in shape because I'll I wasn't bet. supposed to really do anything. Oh, no, not with a concussion. <clears throat> Did that lead to some depression? I can imagine what oh, adjustment oh, this was. Of course it, it really did. Cause then it, it comes down to like, I can't do this things that, that kind of make me happy. Yeah. And then, um, like one summer, like within, within a matter of like two, three months, I dropped like 60 pounds. Now, what was, what was the thing that you take away from that experience the most? Like what was the number one strategy that enabled you to get that kind of result that kind of fast? To be honest, like disgust, I was just like very upset with myself. That's a motivator, but, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I was just like, I really don't want to be here. I want to be somewhere else. Like yeah. I want to be somewhere else physically and just like grinding. Like I, I, I just remember like cutting out sugar, yeah. um, fasting a lot, doing intermittent fasting a lot and then just working out. Um, and I, I didn't work out hard. I, I would work out for like 40 minutes, pretty, like a lot of hit, mm -hmm. a lot of, um, um, a lot of hit and then some weightlifting and, uh -huh. and I dropped, I, I think the main thing was the intermittent fasting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got good results from that. Yeah. And I dropped 60, uh, 60 pounds within like two and a, maybe even about two months. It was wow. about two months. That helps me understand what I observe in you and how organized and motivated, you know, you're definitely in the zone. Yeah. Well, congratulations on overcoming that. I think throughout your life, you're probably going to appreciate how good you feel and what you can do. And just, oh, sure. yeah, you appreciate it more when you lose it, huh? Yeah, of course. And it was such a, um, I come from a family of where we don't necessarily eat the best or um, a lot of my family's heavier set. So for me to do that was kind of like very out of the ordinary. Well, good job. That's even more to be proud of. Absolutely. Anessa, is there a, an injury or a time of adversity that 
in LaMarcus's story resonates with you? One of the the downsides of being involved in very kind of aesthetic sports, um, like dance, gymnastics, cheer, uh, eating disorders are a really big thing. Uh, I, in myself and a lot of my friends, um, we went through a lot of periods of just very unhealthy habits and you are very much encouraged to be as thin as you possibly can. Um, and I think, I think that's one of the most important things in forming these like lifelong habits of nutrition and exercise is that it has to be because you're enjoying it and because it's something that makes you feel good, not out of like hatred for yourself. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that is the most important lesson. And at 25 for you to have that down is pretty cool. Yeah, especially like, honestly, like the higher up you get with those things, like up at the college level, like it does continue to get worse. Yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever encountered anybody that has participated in those activities and not had some kind sure. of body. No, exactly. And I, I you know, you used a phrase that I've never heard before the phrase aesthetic sports. I've never heard that phrase before. Thank you for telling me about that. That's interesting. It's a high emphasis on how you look while you're performing. Yeah. You know, most sports, it truly doesn't matter what you look like. No, it's like the score. It's like your stats, but for chicks and, and aesthetic sports. Yeah. It's about your, your body comp. It's very much a performing art too. So it, your appearance is totally taken into account and it's part of your score, you know, yeah. when you try out and it's part of, you know, you're, you're performing for an audience. You're supposed to look in a way that is attractive and drawing people's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You so, know, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and, and yoga is fraught with this perception that it's an an aesthetic pursuit, but with LaMarcus, with you saying that this is something that you're using regularly, do you, do you feel like there's change in at least that avenue? Like, are you talking about like aesthetics wise? Well, just just the perception. Like I, I've had a lot of people uh, hurt themselves in teacher training because they're trying to look apart. Yeah. I, I don't go for that. I'm very like, I, one thing I feel like I am is very comfortable in my own skin. So I don't necessarily try to do anything to please anybody other yeah. than yeah. myself. And which especially is, since you do work out by yourself yeah, in the house. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very much a me versus me type thing. Nice. Am I better than yeah. myself yesterday type thing? Oh, that's a cool mantra. The only person it, you're competing with is you yesterday. Yeah. And like, I, when I start comparing myself to other people, I start like, I I start feeling like I get depressed and stuff like that because it like, I'm, I'm competing against someone that really has a different, different makeup than me. Yeah. It's an apple to an orange kind of thing, huh? Yeah. So I try and compare myself to just me and that just helps me. It helps me out a little bit better. I can imagine that's a healthier headspace. So, yeah. Vanessa, now that you're not under the microscope, what is c- helping you stay motivated and like you're achieving something? Like, what are your measurements that you get to have a, a healthy relationship with now? Now I realize um, exercising is such an important part of my mental health. Like, I know that when I exercise in the morning, I'm going to feel less stressed, less anxious throughout the day. I'm going to sleep better at night. Um, and really just 
being able to exercise purely because it's fun and yeah. I enjoy what I'm doing yeah. and never like, you know, I like to mix it up and try different kinds of workouts. Like, um, I tried swimming for a couple weeks last year. I hated it. I hate swimming. I'm not going to like force myself to do it, but I like to try different things just to mix it up and see if there is something that I might want to get into. Right on. So, so you're running, do you have a race planned coming up? I have not been running. It is winter here. It's a, Oh, like, I forgot. Cold. Oh. Yeah, um, I did buy a treadmill a couple weeks ago. And Congratulations! Yeah, $150 on Craigslist. No way. Have you put saucy on it? Tell me you've put sauce on it at like a 1.0 MPH. She would hate that. Oh, yeah. She has issues. <laughs> but uh, mostly lately, um, I bought a one-month membership to a gym in Post Falls because Idaho gyms are open. So that's how I'm getting through the shutdown. I was going to ask you guys, yeah, what are your strategies getting through the shutdown? Obviously, LaMarcus is working out at home. Yeah, you are going out of state. Well. That's so it, chill. It, it, <laughs> do, it does because it does. It does. It? it does. Not for your workouts. Well, because my COVID affects like other parts of my life where I don't like where I need social interaction. Yeah, but not this part. Yeah, but it does. It does like I, I still need that aspect of, you know what I mean? Like where I'm walking around and like, oh man, you look amazing or the stuff like that. I know it sounds very <laughs> corny, but like, like I kind of still need that interaction. We all do. Yeah. That's or, a human or need. I just, or I just like, I'll let things slip where yeah. I didn't, you know what I mean? Where yeah. I shouldn't let it slip. So well, I, I am, I'm motivated by people. I like, I yeah. like, I like being around people yeah. and I like looking good in front yeah. of people yeah. too. I, I have that part of me too. So good, and <laughs> and that's healthy. I think that's 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 a really healthy thing to to care about because it helps keep you motivated. Yeah, there's no shame in that game for sure. So, um, talking about routines, Anessa, you're saying that you're very consistent in the morning. Was yeah. Uh, was there a time when your schedule changed after? you got this job that you have right now where you had to really adjust and work to work out in the morning. Like what, what was that like for you to get to get to that kind of habit? Cause a lot of people they're like, that's a non-starter. If you tell them to exercise before work, they're like, Oh my God, are you serious? I can barely get myself out the door. It's just such a great way to start my day. And I also, even though I enjoy it, I like to get it over with in the morning, because by the time I am done with work for the day, I'm so just like drained. Yeah. Um, that going to the gym is the last thing I want to do after a long day at work. Yep. Uh, if I absolutely have to, I'll work out in the yeah. evening. Like if there's just no other way I can make it work, but yeah. it's not my favorite. Yeah. LaMarcus, what about you? Are you a morning exerciser or are you an after work kind of guy or what? I'm I'm an after work kind of guy. I, I try I try to get up in the morning, but it's so hard sometimes. And I'm like... Cause I see her getting up at like four, four thirty, and I'm just like, oh man, I really need to start getting. I need to get, you know what I mean. I then I start comparing, comparing myself again. The first, just like, the first day after the shutdown, I got up at three fifteen in the morning to drive to Idaho to go work out before work. Yeah. Wow, that's motivated. That is committed. That's dedicated. Yeah. So, so when you see that every single morning, you're like, damn, I need to, I need to. <laughs> I need to get up. I need to start moving. But it it doesn't really work like that for me. I feel like uh, you have to be at work earlier than I do too. Yeah, so I like 
I like after work because it like all that tension is built up at yeah. work. And yeah, I both are best, aren't work. they? Yeah, they're they're different. I, I've I've worked out in the morning, yeah. but I, I feel like it feels better in the yeah. evening body. I'm with that. I'm with both of them. I mean, I'm definitely oh that that resonates. So now tell me this. What's what's the deal with bedtime then? Because Anessa, if you're getting up at the crack of dawn and LaMarcus, you have to get to work earlier. Are you guys super strict with yourselves about getting enough sleep? We usually go to bed around like nine, nine thirty. Um, Maybe ten. Ten's pushing it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I like getting to bed early. Yeah. And I can really function on a little bit less sleep, I think, than some other people. Like six and a half, seven hours is usually okay for me. And then I kind of just catch up on the weekends. I hear you. Yeah, or where, where mine is like I, I, I don't think eight and under works for me. I actually think I need like nine or ten yeah. hours of sleep. Yeah, yeah. It's important to know what your body needs personally, and both of you doing your workouts. You know that recovery time that's essential. But you got to do what you got to do. But it makes me happy to hear that you guys are getting that seven to nine. That's definitely definitely important so um speaking of routines who cooks dinner like so many people get stressed out about dinner tell me how you practice the lifestyle where you're not just like oh my god i've had such a day let's just get pizza it's easier oh we struggle with um trying not to order out too much usually if we do order food it's something on the healthier side at least like chipotle Chipotle. Chipotle. People say it differently. <laughs> There's an accent regionally. So in Spokane, okay, Chipotle, right? But usually our, our go-tos are pretty fast and easy to make. Uh, we really like Beyond Beef Burgers. Oh, that's great. And Muscle Macaroni um, from Super Supplements or just like yeah. scrambled eggs is one of my favorite meals Me to too. make. Me Yeah, scrambled yeah. eggs. If yeah. I'm out of eggs, I'm out of food. Right, exactly. I think you've said that same thing. Yeah, I've said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So for supplements, tell me, both of you, please, what is one, two, or three of the things that you just always rely on? Vitamin D for me oh. is big. It's because I'm I'm darker uh-huh. and we don't get a lot of we don't get a lot of sun over here. So I definitely, it really does start affecting my mood when I don't get enough vitamin D. Well, good for you for prioritizing that. Yeah, for sure. Vitamin D. And then I would say um, iron as well. Iron now, is ask, I got to ask you, how do you get that done? Because I'm iron deficient. And every time I look at my stats on my nutrition tracker, I'm lame. I got 30% iron. How do you get yeah. that? Uh, I I eat a lot of like pumpkin seeds and stuff like that. I'm totally um, writing that down. I never spinach, thought about spinach. pumpkin seeds. And spinach, yeah. Um, and then, uh, actually, this week, I don't really eat uh, I don't eat red meat, but I actually have bison. And I've, See? And is I've, that not a red meat? It, well, it is a red meat. Bison. This is true. But I definitely think that if that's where you're swinging, that will help, huh? Because it's yeah. got the same nutrition profile as chicken. And the last, like the last, cause I had it maybe two, three days ago and I've felt amazing ever since I ate it. So do you know I your blood actually, type? I don't know what my blood type yeah, is. Type I, o I, loves meat. 
Yeah, I've I've oh, had it. I've had it done. I just can't remember. I don't know where the paperwork is. So, so Anessa, what's your favorite go-to then to get your iron and uh, the different things that meat does provide? Um, I have taken iron supplements before, which just seems like the easiest way for me. Um, I also sometimes eat fish. As far as other supplements, though, um, I love pre-workout and BCAAs. Because? Yes. And I know personally that I'm not going to drink as much water as I should if I don't flavor it with something. Yeah. So better than not drinking anything. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so LaMarcus, I heard vitamin D and iron. What's another supplement that you use regularly that you just feel like besides bison makes a difference immediately for you? I do drink pre-workout. Um, but honestly, like I'm on the opposite spectrum. I drink a ton of water. I just don't have time to pee that much. I hear yeah, you. That's it. So, cause I usually don't even eat until, I don't know, three, three or four. So, so a lot of my morning stuff is water and maybe coffee. Yum. Coffee. Anessa. So for supplements for you, then other than the because and the pre-workout, anything else jump to mind? Um, we've kind of slowed on protein shakes too. Yeah, we those are sometimes a really big part of our diet, but it's the kind of thing where uh, after a few weeks of drinking them a lot, we get really <laughs> <Yeah>. tired of them. Oh <laughs> well, gosh. Um. And water consumption, yeah, that is tricky, especially if your schedule doesn't afford a million trips to the bathroom. I hear you. Right. And with my kind of job, I'm kind of all over the place all day. I'm in other people's homes and it doesn't always feel appropriate to ask them if I can use their bathroom. And with COVID, you can't just go to Starbucks anymore all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I will keep my fingers crossed for you that in your car and definitely on the weekends, you'll just, you know, catch up a little bit more because... I would give you one of my kidneys, but I really don't want to. <laughs> um, okay, so so what about your guys' favorite routines? Now, Anessa, do you practice intermittent fasting? Uh, you know what? I've gotten a lot better about keeping my window shorter. I can't do like a four or five hour window like he can because it just makes me feel really good. Yeah, sick to eat that much food in such a short window, but oh, he's good I'm at it. Pretty good about <laughs> not eating um, before I I don't start eating until I get to work. Yeah, and I usually cut myself off around like seven p.m. Okay, um, so I've got like a nine hour window. Yeah, probably. no, that's solid. So let me ask you this: Do you put anything in your coffee? Yes, black coffee is gross. Right. Oh, duh. I know how you like your coffee. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) LaMarcus, how about you? Because with intermittent fasting, do you just have black coffee? No, I I put stevia in and it Mm -hmm. doesn't really. That that doesn't really check. Yeah, that doesn't. No, it doesn't spike your insulin up or anything like that. That's about that's about it. Stevia and black coffee. Do you ever put MCT oil in your coffee? Yeah, I I don't because it will break my fast. (gasps) Really? I thought. I, now, this will be something for us to research because I feel like when I was seeing a nutritionist, she said that MCT wouldn't knock a thing off your 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 calories because I think I think it does I, because it has because it's fat and ah. it has a caloric. Yeah. 
I've been uh, cheating it because I'm like, I'm not counting it. It's MCT. No, you still got to count. You still got to count. I thought it was free. All right. There's no such thing no. as free. <laughs> so, so, okay. So real quick, I'm curious. Um, what are any like books that you guys are really into for, for nutrition or fitness or just mindfulness? Any favorite, as I know you guys love audiobooks, is there any podcasts that you guys are enjoying that kind of keeps your head where you're practicing things regularly? Um, so I usually get through an audiobook a week. Whoa. Like I really, I for some reason, like I, I memorize it a little bit better when I hear it. I'm more auditory learner. So I can like, I, it makes it. It's easier for me to consume it that way. So I actually love audiobooks. But um, the book I've been really into is called The Quick and the Dead. Ooh, who wrote that? Um, Pavel, I can't pronounce his last name. Well, it's probably I, Russian, right? Pavel. Yeah, he is. Um, he, um, he came up with like almost like a minimalist type of workout. Like what is the all the fluff that you, you can go into a gym and you see all these machines and stuff and they're kind of for aesthetics rather than like right. what show muscles instead of go muscles. Yes. And it kind of goes along the lines of like building farmer strength and right. stuff like that. Like it mainly works your grip strength and yeah. then your core. Yeah. Um, Cause he, he, he just says something along the lines of like, you only need two workouts, a, pu a push and a pull. Uh, which is an explosive push up and then a regular kettlebell swing. But people do that to um, the extreme and they don't let their muscle right. actually recover right. fast enough. Right, so, right. Um, in that book, that book I've been, I've actually seen a lot more changes in just like my grip strength and nice. just like my posture. Nice. And uh, how much I can like my explode. My, my so closest. is your yoga then a recovery activity between those bouts so that your body can have optimal healing time? Um, yeah, the, the routine doesn't really drain your body as much. So it's like very, like you explode for about 10, 15 seconds and then you rest for like a minute and a half and then you explode for 10, 15 seconds, then you rest. It's very, uh, yeah. You have ample amount of time and it feels like forever, but you know, like, you know, you're recovering. Right on. Because when you explode and explode, lactic yep. acid, yep. And yep. ATP, and it starts really diminishing your, um, yeah. just like, it's just, it does more harm than it does good. And, and it's definitely sport specificity. And so it sounds yeah. like for basketball, that's, yeah. that's, that's pretty tight. Um, Anessa, as far as your experience with audiobooks and podcasts, is there anything that's got your attention like LaMarcus is getting from Pavel's work? I don't really listen to slash read anything about fitness or nutrition at all. It's mostly it's mostly murders for me. I love it. So do you listen to audiobooks of fiction and, and things like that while you're running? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Audiobooks are my absolute favorite way to get through a long run. 
I could not have completed a marathon without some good audiobooks. What were you listening to when you did Palm Spring or Palm Desert? I don't remember exactly. I know true crime is my favorite genre and Jack Olson is my favorite true crime author who focuses on Washington specific. <laughs> you are an expert. Looking <laughs> for a recommendation. That's awesome. Right on. Well, gosh, you guys. Um, So both of you, I'm curious to hear from just to wrap things up. What have you learned throughout this whole COVID time about getting things done? And what, what advice would you give to somebody who's like maybe slipped a little bit because of all the restrictions and maybe they've had some mental health decline because of just not knowing or maybe they've had financial problems because of it. Is there anything you've learned that you would give to somebody for advice that you're just like, imagine somebody just completely on the floor stuck. What would you say? Something that I know I've heard you say before is like doing something is better than doing nothing. You know, if you can't run five miles anymore, you can run one mile. Or if you're not in the mood to run, you can go for a walk. Just starting small and making it a, an achievable goal for yourself, something that you can count as an easy win, help you build up some confidence again. Uh, is the I best can, yeah, I think yeah. that is solid and I can see why that's what you would offer right away because of your experience with the accident and with recovering. Yeah, that, that's I, I solid. Think, I think with this right now, it's been more of a mental, like this, this year has been probably one of the most challenging for me years that I think I've ever experienced, but I'm, I'm also, it's been one of the most prosperous years that I think I've ever had as well. Really? So, so in this challenging time, you've grown and good things have happened too? Yeah, because I mean, I I really have um, I've experienced I've experienced a lot of like setbacks, like in so many areas. But I've also had so many like comebacks, and those those setbacks aren't taking as long as they used to. Like I can go through, um, like let's say like um, I've like where you take a step back, but it doesn't become two or three steps it's only one step and then you get to i've learned a lot of tools to help me kind of not let it spiral out of control awesome that is that is something you can have to hang your hat on your whole life that's awesome what are you gonna say nessa i think it's also a lot easier to get a certain skill or a certain get to a certain level the second time than it is the first time yeah you know you can do it again even if you're not there right now yeah i I think another thing i've really been doing is trying to like just be grateful yeah like really just like genuinely be grateful and happy like uh i think my goal for this next year is to really live not live as like just live as minimal as possible like i don't need extra things like we're living in such an even even in this COVID time we're still living in such abundance like and I sometimes take that for granted and sometimes there's things that I don't need like I don't necessarily need the fanciest house or the fanciest car or something like that and I can actually start really saving and um, looking for the long term rather than the short term kind of gratification. Well, that that's awesome. With money, except when it comes to like 
working out. Yeah. That's our biggest bend for sure. Is there a weekly shopping trip that you take so that you don't have to rely on eating out? We normally go to Costco. And I thought just... you were Fred Meyer people. We're both. We're both. Um, when we move into our new place, we're actually going to be way closer to Fred Meyer. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, that makes me so happy to hear about you really practicing gratitude because that's just, that's everything. If you have that, you have everything. Anessa, yeah. you were saying meditation is part of your running. Is is anything come to mind for your own like mindfulness practice or just general attitude support for yourself like LaMarcus is describing with gratitude? I've been noticing lately that I tend to be pretty impatient when I know like where I want to go with something or what I want. I'm going to want it right now. Like when we were looking for um, for somewhere new to move, I was very impatient. Like, OK, like we like this. Let's just put the deposit down. Let's just move in. Let's go. And he's a lot more um, intentional. And like if this one doesn't work out, something else will come along. And I'm like, no, it needs to be this one now. So I think just like slowing down a little bit and thinking more of the long term and being a little bit more um, just realistic. Like, yes, there's always other options. It's something that I personally need to work on. Well, it's great that you guys have each other's back and it's a good balance. Like having two of the same personalities can be kind of tough, but I, I love that if you're feeling impatient, he helps you stay grounded. And LaMarcus, does Anessa help you activate and take action maybe a little faster than you sometimes would? Um, yeah, she does. Uh, my thing is I, I, I sometimes overthink things. So again, action is like, like I never want to act. I always like reflect. I never want to act out of a need. Like I need to do this or, like I'm out of desperation yeah. because I always make terrible decisions yeah. when I'm in, like backed up into a corner. Yeah. Like I do, I, I've been really doing things because I really want to do them. There like I genuinely, like I'm, I really want to do this. So therefore I do it. I don't, I think that's what the last year has been about for me is like, I don't like, I'm not, tethered to a lot of things i do things because i want to do them well that's awesome that's awesome so anessa um and lamarcus do you guys have a goal for 2021 that you want to share that you're going to be tracking towards with your efforts for me i want to i really want to go on vacations because i don't feel like i've seen enough of the world and um i want to do that plus um Start saving a little bit more this year. A really good one with the vacations. Um, I'm going to work on paying off more student loan debt for sure. I would love to get another dog. Oh my gosh, really? Well, we're going to be, we're moving into a place that's probably like twice as big as this one. And it has a lot of um, space in the backyard, which would be really nice. You guys are going to have a yard. Oh, that's awesome. Kind of. It's like just this big empty lot behind behind the place. Um, but yeah, we, it might be nice for Sauce too to have another Absolutely. dog. She's used to living with other dogs. Yeah, she's very social. So does LaMarcus get to pick the dog because you've already picked Saucy? Well, it would have to be a hypoallergenic one. For sure. Oh, that's right. The allergies. Yeah. yeah. 
Got it. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, going back to like challenges because we do live in such a small place. Like when I do my yoga, it is very hard to breathe like throughout the whole time I'm trying to do my yoga because I'm, I'm like sucking in sauces. Oh yeah, and you're committed to the <laughs> nose breathing. I remember we were talking about. And then I have to um, train her to not sleep on our bed when we move, which is going to be really hard because she's always been a bed dog. Uh, yeah, that's going to be rough. Good luck with that. Yeah, right but on. this place, this place has more tile, so it's like oh. easier to clean up rather than it just staying in the yes. carpet. That'll be easier to swiffer segregate her to the downstairs or she can have her own bedroom because we'll have an extra we'll see (laughs) oh well i am excited to see what the next year brings for you guys and i know that with the vaccine coming you know you're probably going to see things go back to normal pretty soon um and i'm excited that travel is going to be an option and i'm just so excited for you guys to have such great goals about economics as well as your health and your wellness but i tell you what i'm most excited people will get from this conversation i think is just how you keep your head right i'm really impressed you guys is there anything else that springs to mind that you're excited to to update on like injuries is your hip doing better lamarcus and nessa how's your knees and your back my lower back's been making this weird crunchy sound lately (laughs) what i don't know what that means but it's like constantly crunchy (laughs) have you replaced your shoes or your super feet insoles recently well i haven't been running that's right because of the snow well that's probably why your back hurts huh maybe it could be related. We'll get you some uh, some good stretches on the yoga mat, too. And then far as my hip, my hip feels good. It it really is affected by, like, what I eat. Interesting. Like the, the more and more I eat, like, like or I, eat, I have a big problem with ice cream. <laughs> so, like, when I, when I do eat ice cream those next day, that ah. next day really sucks. And I don't feel that at huh. all. Yeah. Like, huh. uh, like the inflammation, like yeah. the inflammation that is in my body is just like, I don't know. I'm very attuned to that. Like yeah. what I eat really affects like my body. And well, my that's back. the best part of doing yoga, isn't it? Because every day you're just like, whoa, what am I, what am I living in today? It's different. Yeah. Right on. Okay. So, so, well, very cool. You guys, I'm so grateful for this time together. I, I'm really happy to see your faces. And I just think this is a really neat little insight into a couple that is in the zone and really complement each other in your strengths. Both of you have so many strengths. And it sounds like there's a little bit of contrast in your routines and your preferences and your habits that kind of amplify and, and have a synergistic kind of effect together. This is fun. Yeah. Hey. I was really looking forward to this like all week. Yes, he was very excited. Well, I'm so glad that you were excited. It was fun to to invite you guys. And um, I look forward to having you back and get updates and learning more about how when the world be- opens back up, you know, what you're taking from this experience, you know, what you learned and acquired in terms of your resilience and your gratitude because it's going to be fun to see what you're going to bring back from this crazy year to serve you forever. Yay. What's for dinner yeah. tonight? Oh, what is for dinner tonight? Doesn't that yeah. question just strike terror in your heart? It kind of does, because every day it's like, oh, we have to figure this out again. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not trying to think of food right now because I still uh, got. Oh, oh an sorry. Hour <laughs> I got an hour and a half until I got to eat anyway. Oh so God, that's too dirty already. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, have a lot of fun figuring that out, you guys. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday afternoon. And I'm just so grateful we got to chat. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thank you for having us. We hope to do it again. Yeah, you will. You. <laughs> we'll make it a regular segment. All right, All right, guys. Well, I love you and take care. Have a wonderful rest of your day, okay? All right. Love you. Oh, yay. Say hi to Sauce for me. Will do. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Yes, friends, I really enjoyed that conversation. You know, obviously, it was fun to spend time with people that I don't get to see as often as I'd like to. My goal was really to kick off this real season two moment of, well, what's our intention? What are we doing? What is the mission? This is an example of people who just live by some lifestyle essentials that really inform their goals and their health, their happiness. And I really appreciated how they were sharing their mental health as well, especially in quarantine and with all of the drama surrounding the shutdown 2020. I really feel like these are people who live on purpose with intention and support each other in their journey towards optimal wellness. I want to thank Anessa and LaMarcus for taking time to speak with me. And I want to thank my husband, Greg, for producing this piece. Take care. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Namaste. Namaste.